Just flushed some stuff down the toilet. In reference to the intro theme song, it wasn't any sort of media. It was poop. It would be hard to <laughs> flush media these days, since most of it is... I'm just going to flush phones down the toilet and flush all media down the toilet symbolically, right? Since you have access to all things on a phone. I suppose, but no one would care. You'd just have to then hire a plumber to come out. You'd have to replace your toilet. You would have to get a new phone. Um, There are a list of reasons why this isn't a good idea. Capitalism has won once again. And it always will. (laughs) It always will. Yeah, you hippie. I'm talking to some imaginary hippie in my mind that's preaching at me. Oh, I just know that there's no real change that's going to be made when most of the people who are paying money for people to make rules are the ones who don't want that change to be made. Things are put in place so certain people can be, uh, can can thrive. Can do whatever they want. But not everyone. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. <laughs> I'm Michelle. And I'm Sam. We're here to spout... Information that we have no idea what we're talking about. And towards you. we're being very negative. It's a bad way to start the episode, so <laughs> I'm I not apologize. Negative, man. Me? Negative? I'm not a man. Never. Hey, man tra- traverses all Tra- are you gonna say transcends of gender. Yeah. Transcends all genders. Anybody can be man. Just like Ed from Goodburger said, anybody can be a dude as well. Yeah, but dude is not as gender specific as man <laughs> is. <laughs> like, hey, bro. Uh, I think I feel like bro is also just kind of more uh, fluid than specifically saying, hey, man. <laughs> bro feels like workout guy to me. Man feels like hippie burnout to me. It's, hey, man. What's going on, man? Yeah, someone with a penis. <laughs> Man specifically. That's the point. And women are babe. <laughs> or sugar. Or doll. <laughs> yeah. They want to be a doll and go get me a napkin. <laughs> I can't. Dolls can't move. Let me ask this. Do you ever find it like, I don't know if charming is the word, charismatic when an older man who's like in his late 70s, early 80s, who's got like a raspy, deep voice from smoking for years. You're going specific. When he still says things like, he doesn't mean it really in a sexist way, but he's just from a different time, and he says things like, could you be a doll and get me something from the kitchen? Does does that make you, is that charismatic to you, or is that, or is that like, get with the times, old man? It's It's somewhere in the middle. It's definitely not charismatic. I don't think that, he would I don't I don't think his intention is to demean me but it is happening. Uh I think cuz he's hey why don't you be a doll? <laughs> and instead of just saying hey could you get that for me or hey could you help me out? Hey could you be a doll? Hey would you be a little sweet little doll in a dress that's perfect and willing to make me happy? Now what if this man said it to a man who was taking care of them? Then I would laugh. Then is it charismatic and cool? <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I still don't know about charismatic, but it would be funny. It would be funny. It would be funnier than if a man did it to a woman. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not someone who I'm like, I'm not necessarily a get with the times in some ways because like if people want to have gender roles in their homes and stuff like that, people have the right to do whatever they want to do. You know, if, if that works for you and you love to serve your husband yeah. and you guys have that agreement, then I have, I have no opinion Go at for all. It. Whatsoever. You you always come from the standpoint of, and this is how I've always taken it, of just don't bother me when I want to do my thing. Yeah, don't tell me that what I'm doing is wrong <laughs> just because it's different than how you're living your life. Yeah, and just, I think that, that there's, the a, there's an awful lot of that happening these days. There's an awful lot of that You're not on. doing things how I want to, how, how I would, so you're wrong. Instead of just, we do things differently, and I think it sucks that you do what you do, but... Uh, I don't know. Just let people be themselves. I think people just want to get it, it too involved in what other people do. And when it has truly no influence or effect on their lives, people just are different and or, it's fine. Where no one's getting because hurt. Because we're all no still the same. Yeah. I've always interpreted like being on the side of you want to meet, you want to stop people from doing things. And that's your plight. That's like your goal in life. And my goal in life is for you to leave me the fuck alone and leave everyone the fuck alone. Yeah. And that's the fight I always feel on the side of, of like, I'm never taking rights away unless it's like, it's not even rights. It's like, well, you obviously can't murder somebody, but if I want to like jerk off to chicks with dicks, I'm not allowed to say that anymore, am I? I don't know why you're not allowed to say that, because if that's what it is, then that's fine. Because if I'm specifically looking up chicks with dicks and I'm jerking off to that, that's my right. That's why I think a lot of people have a negative reaction to uh, missionaries and Mormons coming door to door, because most people, you know, it's fine that you exist, Mormons. You can believe and do whatever you want to do, but it's the fact that you're trying to pull me in <laughs> that you can go fuck yourself. But well, you won't do that because it's a sin. Well, the Mormons I've seen around town are maybe the same Mormons you saw, but the ones I've seen are not doing that at all. They're just sitting at the skate park on their phone. You saw that one time, <laughs> and they were probably just resting because it was hot. It was hot that day. It's sexy that day. And there's some kids pissed me off that day. You know, I said when the skate park when we get open, I said I was going to be like, I will speak up and police kids if I have to. Since since the skate park's been up, there's been so many times I've bit my tongue. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not you're not a very confrontational person. No. I think you got that from your mother. I don't know how your father was. I I assume he wasn't one to necessarily want to start problems, but had no problem saying something if he felt it needed to be said. I would assume so. I mean, I was told he had cronies. So if he, even if it wasn't him saying it, he instructed two other gentlemen to go address the situation. <laughs> why didn't I? Why didn't I set that up for my life? Because he wasn't nor- around to teach me how to do it. Yeah, you, you and Bob did different things. You guys played with fire in different ways. <laughs> Self-destructive so you, fire. So you did get the some things from him. Like being shitsters, I'm sure. <laughs> like being an ass? And just wanting to push buttons and push things as far as you can. And do it, you know, I'm going to do this and so no one's going to tell me I can't. 
Yep, that is an Izer thing, and it's a problem. But so far, so good. <laughs> yeah, you've only been to jail multiple times. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the jail. <laughs> it did fuck me there, but there are certain yes, situations. It did fuck you there in jail. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain situations in life where my bravado and fuck it, what are they going to do mentality has gotten me in places where other people haven't gotten to. I agree. And they're like, how the fuck did you get there? And I'm like, I just walked in like I was supposed to be there, and surprise, surprise, everyone thought I was supposed to be there. I've given you shit for being like different and weird or whatever, but at the same time, it's I. As much as things are just kind of like, man, like he's such a fucking kid. Sometimes it's <laughs> nice, like when we were at the like if we go somewhere and we like get out and go to the bathroom or whatever, and you almost always have a um. Skateboard? A skateboard with you. That like if I'm going some going in to go to the bathroom or whatever, like you'll roll around <laughs> and uh That rest stop was too cool looking not to skate. But <laughs> but at that time it was like I thought it was like endearing that really? that, that guy skating around and and just enjoying life and not necessarily you, you weren't causing trouble. You were just Oh, you must have missed when my skateboard launched into some dude's semi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw you fall, but I didn't see that happen. Yeah. It hit his tire. Nothing bad happened, but I was, was like, he around? Fuck! I didn't see him, but he might have heard something go boom. <laughs> but whatever. But you weren't I, trying come off as, to be no, but it could come a off, troublemaker. I think that could come off as being annoying, though, too. Like, Jesus. It can. To- <laughs> it absolutely can. That's why I'm saying sometimes I give you shit, but then sometimes it's also kind of endearing to be like... You know, because sometimes I truly wish you gave more shit, uh, more of a shit about some things than... Because I've got the issue where if I don't care about it, I really, really don't care about it. And so much of your time, like you you say often, like, I'm working, I got to work, I got stuff to do. But if you actually lay out the things that you do, the majority of the things that you're doing are things that you specifically enjoy, not things that you have to do. That's but there are things that you set up that you have to do because you've set up these things that you enjoy doing. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't enjoy life by any means. I'm just saying... That's all work still to me. I got to work on this to get better at my hobbies so I can get rid of the other bullshit. Actual <laughs> responsibilities that you just evade. Yeah. Yeah. I suggest everyone live this way. <laughs> And this is where I hate it. And this is where it's like, man, I wish he would just in some ways grow the fuck up. But then there's some ways where it's like, I'm glad that he is still just enjoying life and being I like that you're looking, you're playing it up for cameras that are no longer set up because we we've abandoned that because it doesn't really matter. (laughs) We don't even have enough listeners, let alone have enough people liking videos to uh, put that much time an effort into we it. We don't have enough time or resources to put enough production into it to make it something that would be appealing. And I'm going to be honest with you, the way I see the trends going on the internet, I don't think I want anything to do with that world. I hate internet videos now. But you watch them all the time. I know. I watch like skate videos and instructional videos. Other than that, everything is so like hee 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 like i just i i'm becoming an even more bitter old man about video i'm accepting more music and i'm hating video do you think that that's because so many things that are geared towards younger people are so much more 
in our faces than they used to be because people aren't watching like like people are still watching tv and they're watching things but it almost seems like there's more of a generalized just here is what is going on right now that is just kind of put out to everyone I think there's part of that. Like, they say that everything is more niche than it's ever been. And while that's true, I think everybody still sees the exact same fucking things. Because of how much exposure yeah. there is. Yeah. Not necessarily by watching TV are we seeing the exact same things, unless everybody's jumping on, like, the succession kind of, succession kind of thing. But there's a lot of, like, different avenues of TV you can watch. But I do feel like TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and all that is feeding us all the same thing. So that's the world where we're all seeing the same shit. Except for, you know, varying differences. I see a lot more tool shit than you do. And unfortunately, I'm getting like all this alt-right... Alt... What, what is it? Alt-right. White wing. What is that? Yes, white wing. <laughs> <laughs> white wing. Let us... <laughs> kind of shit going on. I don't remember what my point was. What were we even fucking talking about? Just talking about how things are... Uh, how, oh. how you're getting irritated by things that I think are more youth oriented but um, you're seeing them anyway p- that's part of it but most of it is everything is so orchestrated and so poorly orchestrated and poorly acted that i just get mad uh, so you're talking about everything. like people who make specific like reels that are supposed to come across a certain way and it's it drives me fucking nuts and i would say i would say uh 99% of the stuff is fake and staged and yes. uh, pre-planned and, and, and all poorly. of that. Yeah. TV was staged and set up. We knew this. But, but it at wasn't least it was poorly. produced mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, aren't you Scarlett Johansson? Can I see your apartment? Oh, you're that guy from blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just have a show where you set up. We check out people's apartments. Just be straightforward. It drives me fucking nuts and then there's oh, people who are like pretending to be and they're like, like we're doing a prank we're gonna change his bowling ball with a, a balloon <sighs> he spent a whole minute blowing up a balloon and she never turned around to look <sighs> or heard them or anything oh and then she picked it up oh, oh, oh this is fun i want them dead now what i do like youtube wise and video wise is tutorials restoration stuff that's the gold inside and actual funny videos where like people are getting hurt <laughs> or something has fallen or cat videos, that kind of shit. That's what the internet's for. I want to get back to that golden time, not this. That's what I meant. Like, hee hee. Yeah. Look at us. Aren't we special? Shit. Ugh. I, see, I, I think that I avoid, I actively avoid stuff like that more. I try to, but it still gets forced on my fucking face. But I, because I think the majority of my time on the internet is playing games yeah. that aren't with like other people. They're just like solo games that I've downloaded and I'm just playing games. And I'm usually, I have a pop-up box in the bottom corner of my screen while I'm playing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it is usually, it is either uh, like true crime sort of shit or it's something comedy. It's almost always comedy. Yeah. But you're watching long form videos. Yeah. Okay. So, I so think, for me, I'm not. I don't do the short yeah. stuff as much. Like sometimes I I'll get either. on TikTok and stuff, but I, I feel like you can curate that stuff to kind of on TikTok. You can. Yeah. So it, it shows you things that are more like you. I don't. I don't. I don't watch YouTube reels. I try. I don't really unless I see something that's popped up in like Facebook reels that's like right in the front and it looks like it might be interesting. You know, I mm-hmm. might click on it. 
but I'm not going to like spend time on that at yeah. all. I put I uh, that stuff does not appeal to me in the short yeah. form, even though I have a very short attention span. Now, I'm sure you know I refuse to get to TikTok, but I will watch those short form reels and videos on Facebook and YouTube that were but made and put God up on damn TikTok. It, I will not get TikTok. I think you would like TikTok. <laughs> In, in the sense that you think I'm going to use this time to watch videos that are more curated towards my interests versus... Uh, yeah, maybe. Ver, but but the, I only do that like a couple times a week. Yeah. I, I don't, don't really put a lot of time into that personally, but I am on the internet constantly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this podcast has been leaning negative, but like hasn't gotten like super mean. So it's been nice. <laughs> no, I think, well, so this is a, I mean, this is a review podcast, but it's also just us being ourselves and talking and we're in a it's relationship talking about our <laughs> and we're giving our opinions about things that we're viewing in the world. I think it's all uh, valid. It's valid, but I did completely forget that this is a review podcast. We are, what is that? Almost 20 minutes in <laughs> and we have not talked one bit about why we're here. Nope. So what we're doing here on this review podcast is that each week we give each other a a bit of media and often it is an album <laughs> and this time it is my week and this week i gave sam a fun album that i've been wanting to give him it's been on the back burner for a while and this time i said it is time for you to listen to this i know you know this it's nothing new but we are gonna have fun so let's get this started uh, Bootsy Collins. <laughs> Took a lot of self-control not to like dip in with something and be like, baby, baby. <laughs> well, I appreciate you letting me do my own ridiculous <laughs> no thing. No problem. <laughs> uh, Bootsy's Rubber Band is technically, it's Bootsy Collins, but it's Bootsy's Rubber Band. This album is stretching out in Bootsy's Rubber Band. Uh, this is the first album from Bootsy Collins, the first solo oh, okay. album. This came out January 30th, 1976. All right. Let's get this started with the title track, Stretching Out. Spirit of 76, coming at you. Oh, yeah. So you said familiar with this already. We both had familiarities. We both knew some songs. We both liked Bootsy. This we both is, like Parliament. We're both Funkadelic heads. We did. So what's interesting, so Bootsy was a member of uh, P-Funk. I did not realize that this album is a full-on offshoot of P-Funk. Oh, it's, it's everybody in P-Funk, but like George Clinton, right? Or is he even in it? George Clinton wrote, co-wrote all but one song <laughs> on this album with Bootsy. It's just them being like... We just need as many names as possible, and we get the cash. This album was recorded around the same time as the Mothership Connection. Okay. And let's take it to the stage. It was recorded in Detroit, Michigan, and it was produced by Bootsy and George. <sighs> and then uh, George and a lot of people from P Funk also played on this. We have like Bernie. Worrell. I was about to say Bernie's playing on this, right? I can hear that fucking clove going. He's playing. I'm not sure if it's more than just uh, the fourth track. There's one that I'm like, the big, that's that the Bernie fucking sound. Uh, but yeah, so this is this is so just another, basically another Parliament album because it just sounds. It, you realize how much Bootsy and George obviously were. Uh, they're just everything in P Funk. I know that there's so many members, but the sound is just so. 
these could have been released as P-Funk songs. To them. No one sounds like them. No. No, and it, I love this sound and the no, P-Funk sound in general because it's like, that's my favorite part about like G-Funk later. We like Ice Cube and early Snoop and early Dre. It's all that P-Funk bootsy sound. And I'm like, you this is Easy E. This is the foundation. So, and I love going back to foundation shit. I love when we listened to Ball and Jack, and we, it was basically based on the foundation of Found a Child. A sample. Yeah. So I love going back. Oh, I love his voice. I'm calling shot distance. He's so ridiculous. I love it when people find a character that's different and new, and they just steep in it. I also love that when we went to see Parliament in Cincinnati that one time, they were joined on stage by Bootsy Collins. Goddamn right, he's Cincinnati royalty. Ah, Bootsy. And that's what's cool. Like in this town, sure we are in Indiana, but I would say you ask people in this town, half of them at least, connect with Cincinnati. Half these people are big Bengals fans. We are slightly closer to Cincinnati than we are in Indianapolis. And that's like the Cincinnati music scene is the scene I identify myself with. I played the indie music scene too, but if you ask me where my home was, it was fucking Cincinnati. So to have Bootsy be brought up all the time in Cincinnati, if you go to like music stores in Cincinnati, there'll be pictures of Bootsy on the wall like... Had a good time here, baby! And, like, signed. So, Bootsy is fucking royalty. And to have him be such a big part of P-Funk, which we fucking love. And then it we just get feels a, good. It feels good. It feels good that a Bootsy album sounds so, uh, like, similar and familiar, yeah. even if we don't it's the same know the whole thing. production. That's burning. This got to be. It's, this could have been on... Uh, Mothership Connection. This and only it's all the same production quality. It almost seems like they just stayed in the same studio. This they is didn't only take anything down. Crediting Bernie on track four. Really? From what I'm seeing. Man, I wonder if. <laughs> <laughs> Where does this come from? Where's the character of him calling himself Casper come from? I don't know. Is like his mom calling that when he was little? Well, he does say some things. Well, uh, yeah, just like they call me Casper. I'm the friendly, not the friendly ghost, but the Holy Ghost. Uh, <laughs> maybe there's a story somewhere in one of his albums where he explained the character. Yeah. I don't know. In my head, I made it up just like Snoop Dogg called himself Snoop Dogg because his mom called him Snoopy. And so maybe he loved Casper comics so much that his mom called him Casper. Not the friendly ghost, but the holy ghost. Dig! So what do you think Bootsy Collins' real first name is? Is Collins his real last name? Yes. Bootsy is just... Steven. No, would you did like... Did we know a kid named Steven Collins? We did. <laughs> uh, can you Sorry, give me a first letter? W. W. William. Yes. William Collins. William Collins. That, do you have a middle name? Bootsy? <laughs> Bootsenstein. Earl. William Earl Collins. That sounds like a distinguished name that came from, unfortunately, I'm going to say this, a slave owner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he is 71 years old. Born Currently in 71? Yeah, That's born it? in Cincinnati, Ohio. 
Um, I think George Clinton and P Funk are on their like last tour supposedly right now. Are we are we to make a? That's what Travis an effort mentioned, but I feel like that has also been said before. So I don't know. I think we should take him seriously at all times. It's George Clinton. He is old, <laughs> but I follow him on social media, and he seems to also be, like, good. So I don't know. I remember the last time checking on George and thinking, like, he looks better than he has in mm -hmm. years. Yeah, because I think he's actually taking care of himself. I think when a lot of people reach a certain age, they're like, if I don't st start taking care of myself, I'm going to die, like, real soon. So I think that's what happened to him. I think he paints a lot. He's just... He's a creative man. Yeah. Stop smoking crack, you'll... You'll, uh, your health will take a turn for the better. <laughs> um, that damn crack. Slip a sock in a, or slip a rock in a sock. Is there a dog over there? Is she out of here? I don't know where she is. She's not even in here. Look at her being independent. She usually feels like she needs to be right up her asses. Uh-oh. I hear those feet. <laughs> okay. She heard she, she, and she, and she came. Hi. Hi, Hi Batley. How are you? Welcome back, Bat Dog. So, your opinion on that song specifically, Michelle? It's fun. It's I th I will Okay, so this album has 7 tracks. None of them are very short. I no. don't think. They're all pretty and not indulgent, but funk songs in general, P-funk songs even like to take their sweet ass time and repeat the same thing for like five minutes but it's so goddamn groovy you don't care i think in this case it's fine but uh i think that a we haven't even though i think that it could have been shaved down a little bit and the radio version may have been shaved a little bit cut off sooner that since there's a lot. lot of repeating yeah um i'm okay with that being as long as it is and i think it's just a fun song it's one of those it's a nice groove that you like it to keep going for a while. It, it's something that can fade into the background and not in a bad way. Yep. Uh, it feels like a groove, like shake your ass kind of music. Like constantly, it's like... Dun, dun, yeah, it sounds like music dun, that would be dun, on dun, at a party dun, dun, is kind of what I mean. Dun, 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 dun. It's like keeping that... Dun, 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 that so tempo like, just makes you want to move. So you're not necessarily... You don't have to always be listening to it for it to still kind of be the backbone of the... Of the, the the party vibe is kind of yeah. how, how it makes me and feel. And that's kind of how P-Funk goes in general, too. I'm just going to keep talking about P-Funk, but Bootsy's, it's all so steeped with each other. It and matter. a lot of these people are P-Funk people who the, wrote and played on this. That's so. the second time I've said steep in this podcast, and that makes three. Do you think it's because you had tea yesterday? And you kept saying <laughs> steep yesterday? Probably. <laughs> and we went to a restaurant for breakfast, which is, it has great diner food. I fucking love good diner food. Just uh -huh. simple shit cooked right in front of you. Uh, simple and delicious. But when they don't clean their bathrooms, that's a problem. <laughs> um, but they don't have time for that. They got to make eggs. But I, I wanted uh, I wanted some iced some sweet iced tea, but they didn't have sweet tea. It's weird. So I I they had uh, containers of just unsweet tea. They just didn't make sweet uh, tea. Is what it is. So you would have well, to add your own. Yeah. But in that case, uh, so uh, you don't know much about tea because you don't drink it. But no. cold tea, it's a lot harder for sugar to dissolve in it oh. versus oh, hot tea. Oh, is that why people use simple syrup sometimes in cold tea? I don't know anything about this, but maybe. Yeah, for I heard per that. Perhaps that's a thing. It stirs I'm in easier. Yeah, because it's it's instead of just a bunch of sugar sitting at the bottom. I believe simple syrup is is just uh. It's just like it's just water and sugar. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it just mixes easier. Yeah. Um it's kind of like Kool Aid when I make cold Kool Aid after I stir it all and I look at it later like 
a quarter of the sugar sitting at the bottom. Now, it might be because I put about six times as much more sugar than I'm supposed to, but let me live my life the way I want to, like Jimi Hendrix said. I enjoy hot tea. <laughs> hot tea. Yeah, it was fun to... It's fun... Tea looks fun. It looks involved. You know I like doing things with my hands. You know I like building shit. You know I like the whole goal when I'm making stuff is during the build and then I build it and I'm like, okay, it's done now. What do I do with it? It's definitely a little more involved than just someone putting a Coca-Cola in front of you. Yeah, it looks fun to take the thing and dip it Steep in and the out. bag. And <laughs> yeah. looks fun to teabag something. It sure does. <laughs> and it sure is. And you should know that. Let's move along to the next song, which makes me think that every song like this that, that had a, a title like this was maybe because of Bootsy Collins, but who knows. <laughs> Here is the song Psychotic Bump School with zero spaces. That is one word, Psychotic Bump School. Guitar, baby, and some bump music. And some bump music. Some bump music. Is, so, bump music is that music that bumps, or is that music that you enjoy when you're bumping? Probably a little bit of both. I want to do a bump, and I want to bump my hips. Someone is mowing right now, and across the street, and it has got to be so fucking hot to be doing that right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, it wasn't that bad out here, but right now is like the peak of the heat. Fuck summer. Damn. I know I'm probably all, I'm sure a lot of these people who listening are like, I love summer. It's fun. I love the it's sun. It's nice. I get to skate more. Can there I talk about this before fun. we can't hear? Nah. Listen to the snare. Oh. It's not like in your face. It's just got this beautiful like sound, but it's not electronic. And when they're doing that, I love the like syncopation of that. So is that so is that solely based? No, I shouldn't say solely, but the, is that something that's more based in how you physically will would actually tighten the drum head, or is that more of a recording thing? All the above, man. Like you can, <laughs> all the above, dude. <laughs> I'm Frankie. I'm Rick. I'm Rick. Maceo. <laughs> Carrying on the tradition of Parliament, just like we just have characters on every album. But those are people, like people like Maceo is involved. And oh, the real names? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was doing that thing that like they did on Aqua Buggy, where it's just like the name of fish every once in a while that don't really <laughs> exist. Uh, but that's still cool. But they're obviously never. Maceo didn't talk like this. Oh, Maceo. <laughs> uh, oh, the snare question. Uh, the looseness of the top head is probably helping because the tighter you tighten it, the more you're going to get a ping to mm-hmm. it. Probably looser. Uh, that ping came about because guys were trying to play like so they wanted the head tighter. And looseness and tightness of the bottom head and looseness, looseness, looseness and tightness of the snares themselves, the strands that go on the bottom. You can play with snare tone all over the fucking place. Now, how they get that tone? I don't fucking know. I think it's the type of snare they're using, too. Like, the metal that it's made out of, or wood that it's made out of can change that. But do you also think that recording style had something to do with that as well? And they could probably put a cloth on top of it and just mic only the bottom of the snare and just get just that... And maybe mic the top and mix it in as you need for the attack. But, I mean, you watch old Beatles stuff and... 
Ringo's got a cloth on his snare, so it's got more of a sound instead of a ping. Interesting. But this kind of snare tone would not sound right in aggressive music, so I never hear it in that aggressive music. So when I hear it in this smooth music, it just feels so fucking good. And it's the snare tones that, like, they'll take for one... They'll take one sample of and use in a song, and then that's when I don't like it anymore. It's mm. the same one. This is a guy really playing the drums. That's what I fucking love. Like, somebody's really playing that, uh, what the fuck are they called? The tambourine. The tambourine right now, and you can hear it's getting off time. Not ever off time, but it was losing some of its, like, chicka, 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 chicka. It wasn't right on time, and that makes it good, too. It's psychotic, baby. <laughs> Which all that psychotic bump school one word stuff, that's like they do that on Aqua Buggy where they're putting like six words together and not putting any spaces in it. The song is very groovy. I'm still very on board for yes. this album. This it's fun. Uh album starts off strong. Yeah, I really enjoy especially the beginning. I think that there's there's a higher energy. I think that the energy kind of drops. Uh, at a point in this album, but I, yeah, it's, it's still a party. It's it is fun. a party. I'll break the my interpretation of this album early without going too much in a later album. This album sort of feels like the flow of a party, uh, everybody's energy, and then like towards the end, you're going home. Like even like there's a song that's kind of like you got too fucked up, and now everybody's like love. I love you, man. That I love you, man. I think that the party went out on a high note, but a lady stayed behind, and then they made love. I was going to say that, too, but I was going to say, or it can end with, you took someone home with you, and you fucked. Yes, that good old fucking. <laughs> I put my fug boots on. My fug boots. <laughs> it's cold, baby. I need my fug boots. That's basically what they looked like when those were in fashion. So I that girl likes to fug. I complain pretty regularly about when people talk in songs. That happened a lot recently on the Come On Over by Shania Twain album. Oh, you mean, okay. I don't mind it with Bootsy because I think that he he is, he is sounds funny. Like yeah. His vocal oh, yeah. inflections are funny. And it's again. It's it sounds like a character, but he also says funny things sometimes. Say to that too. The phrases themselves are funny, and it feels like the talking is more rhythmical talking, whereas like Shania talking is. I wish we could always have fun. Or a song starts and it's like, cool. Let's go, girls. Now let's do it as Bootsy. It would it would sound better. Dun, 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 dun. Cool. <laughs> Did I do the wrong one? No, it's fine. I'll do. Let's that. go, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Everyone that wants to put a little intro talking things in any of their songs needs to hire Bootsy Collins. How? I wonder what Bootsy would do. How much you could pay Bootsy to do a little intro on a song? It might be worth everything I own. How much to hire Bootsy? It's my new screenplay I've been working on. How much to hire Bootsy? It's an even better idea. I write a movie about you trying to get Bootsy to be in your band, and then Bootsy's in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's all just a scheme to ask him what is bump music. Is it? 
because you're bumping or is it because you're bumping? And he just looks at me and goes, hallelujah. And you're like, okay, I'm not going to get an answer. It's so hard to talk to Bootsy. He just talks to these little phrases. But man, it's not just a character. It turns out. (laughs) He's lost his mind. It turns out he's psychotic. Bump school. Let's move along to the next song. We have another point of view. This is the longest song. Um, This one's just over seven minutes long. Love the syncopation at the beginning. Horns kick ass. Cowbell kicks ass. Still enjoying this very much. It's very groovy. It's it's slowed down a little bit, but it's Gucci's still voice too. right here. Bootsy's got the ability to drop the little bit of the character. You know that. And actually, like, have a smooth. What you gonna do? Yeah, he still has. He still has kind of like a thing on his voice. Yeah, but it doesn't seem as like put on. Sometimes it's like. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a few friends, even though you still can't see me. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> How are these lyrics? My, oh, that part's always been so funny. In my ghostly haberdashery. <laughs> Your ghostly hat store? You have a ghostly hat store? We can be friends, Bootsy. I'll be your friend. You think Bootsy eats Skyline Chili since he's from Cincinnati? I don't know, but I thought you were going to ask me something else. Um, you think Bootsy eats pussy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that he prefers ass vagina <laughs> to skyline chili. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> what about skyline chili inside of a vagina? That sounds like delicious an infection afterwards <laughs> or oh, like I'm imagining like a disembodied vagina that's been kept in a box. So it's dry. It doesn't have like vagina juices no, adding to the chili. It's somehow, somehow, still is like a living, actual vagina, but it's not attached to anything. It's a living, breathing vagina. It doesn't breathe, but you can feel a little pulse in it. It gets a little swollen when it gets excited. <laughs> and it's got a certain school that it goes to. They make things like that that are battery operated, or not battery operated. They're just like flesh, uh, column fuck pieces. Flesh tubes. Yeah. I mean a flashlight. They make like vaginas and butts that you can like that are like human size, but it's only that part of them that yeah. you can have your way with. Smack around a little bit, and no one's gonna. You can you say can, anything about it. You can buy just the midsection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ah, uh, man has always just wanted the midsection. Yeah, someone sent a fuck torso to uh, Jim and Sam, and then you would just hear it like Jim Norton Smack smacking it. it in the background. <laughs> it was disgusting. Thinking I'm gonna fuck that thing later. God. So, are you still having fun, or are you getting bored? With what? The song. The song. Not the fuck torso. I know you're having a blast. I've never even... Well, I've seen one in a porno store a long time ago, but I've never seen one, like, able to be smacked. Um, 
yeah, it's there's some parliament too where it just fits in the world. Like this is technically good and technically funky, but sometimes I can just check out, mm-hmm. and it turns into background music, but it's not an annoying background music. Like there's music out there that even if it's in the background, it's so annoying to me it becomes foreground and must be changed. Yeah, this is good still. Yeah, it's technically good. But I never think of this song when you bring up this album. You know what I mean? No, I wouldn't either. But this is a this is a time where it's fine being background music, but it's also it does feel a little indulgent. I don't know that songs that aren't really introducing new things throughout need to be over seven minutes long. I agree. And that's a funk problem. At least in the parliament world, a funk problem where like the long version of uh, Give Up the Funk. Mm-hmm. A little too long. We can shave that down to the single version. It's fine. It's mostly because... Shave it down to just like a torso size? Yeah, a torso size. Like everything else in this world, let's get it to a torso size. Um, but I'm not mad at them because to them... I'm not going say, who cares like if I'm mad at them? Yeah, they could have done this like a minute earlier. No, but I'm just saying I really like that part, though. Oh, that part rules. You can hear some of these voices, too, where I'm like, oh, that's the guy that sings on handcuffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. There's George. It sounded like George there. I've always had a problem picking out George Clinton's voice. It's the one that's usually the worst. <laughs> oh, live, you can tell which one it is for sure. I have a, I think I told it on the Parliament story. The Parliament We've, story? Or the Parliament episode. Which one? One of them? We've done more than one? We have. Oh. I'm sure I've told it on all of them about the uh, guy we both know who spent some studio time with George Clinton and the entire time he just smoked crack and he was so fucked up on crack that he was able to call his other friend and in front of George Clinton say, hey, I'm hanging out with George Clinton. He's just been smoking crack the whole time. And George Clinton was so fucked up it just didn't register that he was talking to his friend about George Clinton being fucked up on crack. It's sad. But he's still here, funking it up, baby. Thank goodness. Whoa. Bootsy put out new music? According to this, no. I don't think he's put out anything new for a while. He's just riding the fine. He's like, I've written enough music. Haven't I contributed to enough rap artist's career? Shouldn't I have been paid a lot more? Yeah, the <laughs> samples that uh, have come out of his and Parliament songs are unreal. Bootsy Collins, George Clinton, Bernie Worrell, and whoever the guitar player is, and I can't remember his name, they all deserve like so, so much more recognition than money. But I feel like Bootsy gets some pretty good fucking recognition. He does, because he's, I mean, he's done things. Like, he was in... It was in and was a part, a big part of the song "Groove Is in the Heart." That's wild. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. He's in the video, you know, looking like Bootsy. <laughs> I think it's. I think it might be sampling a Bootsy song, but I could be wrong. But he's actually like a part of it, and so is Q-Tip. Um, so because the songs in the front end are. Um, you know, they, they have energy. They're a little bit longer. I think now, and because we had some conversation, now is a good time to take a break. Okay. Do you want me to hold the microphone like this? Like you are an, an announcer at a uh, 
What would that be? At a Ladies match? and gentlemen, oh. on your left corner, you've got this internet sensation of Mark Zuckerberg fighting this other guy that everyone talks about, and I hate memes and I hate all that shit because it makes everyone not creative. But in the other corner, we have a uh, Bootzilla. Yeah, I love you, Bootsy. <laughs> Bootzilla. Bootzilla. <laughs> we'll be back. God, he's so good. I fucking love him. <laughs> hey there, Melody Makers. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast Presents... where each person has to guess the melody of a song they've never heard before just by reading the lyrics. We've each chosen a song that the other doesn't know and have given them only the lyrics so each person can take a blind stab at the melody of the chorus of their song. Is Sam a regular songbird with a natural talent and eye for musical arrangements? Is Michelle going to stomp that ginger bird into the dirt? Listen on and see who can... Hey there, everyone, because we're inclusive and being fluid is cool. It is. You're right. Being inclusive is cool. And not giving a fuck is also fine. Hey, where did that come from? Who are you mad at? No one. I just didn't want to come up with something for each gender. I figured it'd be easier to just be like, hey, man. Hey man! Hey man! Hey man! Welcome. We're here to play a game. We're here to get this going. Uh, let's uh, let's get this started. Sam, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Send me them lyrics. God, I don't know if you're gonna know it, but here we go. I assume you won't. Probably not. Okay. Let's see. I've received them in an odd way. Oh wait, never mind. Okay, she likes it my way. My way. You can't satisfy her needs. She keeps running back to see me. Do it my way, my way. What I say goes, and I'm in control. Hmm, I don't know how to make any of this rhyme and flow. I feel like it's like a single male singer. I don't don't know. Okay. I always forget to do that part. Okay, go for it. One, two, three, four. Oh, hold on. I think I think when I was counting in, it was gonna go into the thing. One, two. She likes it my way, my way. You can't satisfy her needs. She keeps running back to see me. Do it my way, my way. What I say goes, and I'm in control. <laughs> We both just go for silly because we know we just like feel defeated. <laughs> so just push the, the push the gas pedal into the wall. You tell me at the end it'll go control. Uh, let's. Uh, so you were correct in who you thought that it would be. You thought that it'd be a solo male. I'm in the right realm. You are in the right. Is it zone. JT? It is not. Okay, that was my guess, but I didn't want to say anything. Okay. 
But I just did. But it's similar. Okay. The song is My Way. Okay. Is this something people are going to know? Uh, my sister will know this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. Okay. Um, all right. Here is Usher. Oh, okay. I mean, this is what was in my head. What I say goes, I'm in control. Badass. <laughs> hey, that's enough. We didn't get to those lyrics. I was in my in my head. I was in the right. I mean, I can't pull it off because I'm not smooth in any way, shape, or form in that world. But uh, I feel like I was pretty fucking trying to be there. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for some? Lyricanes, Draculio. <laughs> I'm ready for the lyricosis. <laughs> okay, well, here they come. Hiya! Put me in a trance. All right. I have such bad timing, so we'll see. Cadillac rolling, time for the back streets. Police are patrolling, time for the back streets. Well, I see a fellow going, time for the back streets. Mississippi Highway, time for the back streets. <laughs> Ripped a man apart with a canine unit. Nazi cops, fuck you, time for the back streets with you. What is happening? You heard it, you read it. I mean, <laughs> this whole thing is the chorus. It's the part of the song that I would say is the section, yes. Oh, man. Well, I mean, just because me... it's a lot of words doesn't necessarily mean it take up a lot of time. I know. Um, to me, this this seems like like a, a hip hop group from like the nineties or some okay. shit. Okay, all right. This is the vibe I get. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cadillac rolling. Time for the backstreets. <laughs> <laughs> Police are patrolling. Time for the back streets. Yeah. When I see a fellow going, <laughs> time for the back streets. Mississippi Highway. Time for the back streets. Rip the man apart with the canine unit. <laughs> Fuck you. Time for the back streets with you. Oh, my. <laughs> I mean, you're way, way, way off. But I would love to hear this version of this song in real life. Cadillac, the, Cadillac rolling. Top for the back streets. Police are patrolling. Top for, for the, the back streets. Well, Michelle, that was in no way, shape, or form correct. Uh, I'm sure you're not surprised by that at all. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares, indeed? It's by a band called Rancid. It's a oh. punk song. I thought maybe the Nazi cops fuck off thing might give you a little hint that it's a little bit punky. No, nah, it's still the cops. I went into the direction of cops. I get it. I get it. It made sense once you said Streets it. and cops. Here we so. go. All right. Here we go. Ghetto Box by Rancid. Wait, have I listened to this before? Yes. You do this to me all the time. I gotcha. I switched it up on you. Uh, well, once again, I would say that uh, you did a better job than I did. So uh, I get it. It's my round. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Uh, we'll hand this one over to you. you Why not? Suck. I do. I'm, indeed, I do. I'm wrong 
almost every time. And uh, that's fun because who cares? But that was another round of Guess That Melody. I got it. I got it. Oh, fuck. I missed it again. Say what? Say what? Shoesay. Sandalsay. Other foot items. No, we're not having fun with that one. I'm not having a bit of fun with that one. I had a splendid old time. Oh, man. You were, you had a regular uh, fake sugar old time. Splenda? I had a Splenda time? You had a Splenda. I had a sweet and low time? Yeah. I liked Equal when I was a kid because I didn't know that it was bad. I was like, this is just a thing that exists and it's kind of sweet. All those, uh, not. Splenda is derived from actual sugar, so I don't think Splenda is. But things that have the fake sugars, like the equal and the sweet and low, that stuff like causes cancer. The equal and the sweet and low causes uh, cancer. That's why I consume cancer. sugar. Sugar may be bad in some ways, but it's much more pure than putting that chemical shit in my tea. Putting that chemical shit in my tea. I don't bad, want it. There is a taste. I always just assumed it, it tasted not. bad. You know, like, Diet Mountain Dew sucks. Diet Coke sucks. Diet it, Pepsi sucks. Diet sodas aren't good because they're using artificial sugar. Yeah. Diet Dr. Pepper sucks. They all pretend that it tastes just like the real thing, and it never will. And anyone that thinks it does clearly lost their taste buds. <laughs> I understand that if you don't drink soda a lot, and I haven't been drinking as much soda lately, that it does seem it seems more sweet and uh, syrupy. When it's not something that you're used to drinking. So I understand wanting something that's maybe not as intense as it is. But I think that seltzer is garbage. Ugh. And I think that uh, diet is just... It it just can't it, capture... It, it's not the same thing. I think it tastes bad. It's not too. even like a... It's not this. It's literally a... Whatever you've done to this, it's made it gross. So it would be nice to maybe have a little less sugar, but not... Like a lot less sugar, not yeah. to where they would need to market it as something as being with less sugar, but maybe if they just like scrolled back a tiny bit. Pepsi light. Great. Uh, nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pepper light. I don't like the light. I don't like this light. Dr. Pepper. I don't want different marketing. I don't want it to be that different. I just Dr. want it to be a little less sweet. Dr. Slightly Peeper. less sweet. <laughs> Let's get back into this album with, I'm going to say, the reason why I chose this album is because this song is just a fucking, th- this song is a castle in, <laughs> in a neighborhood of homes. This is the song that this has been sampled so many times. Uh, I'd rather be with you. This is a ballad. This is more ballad-esque. This is definitely a slower song. Uh, 
But this song, I've been a kind of obsessively in love with this song for a while. I think this song just hits. It hits in a way that a lot of songs don't hit. There's an interesting aspect on this song, too, that I'm sure like never entered your mind because you don't think about dumb shit like this. The bass tone is distorted. He's using a distorted bass tone on a ballad, like a groovy ballad. Solely, or a soul, funk, love song, really. Yeah. But it's a distorted fucking bass. Only Bootsy Collins can pull this off. This has... Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, it's like yes butter. It's... Oh, I love it so much. And I'm sure if you... Songs by Ice Cube and N.W.A. I was say, it's G-Funk. It's G-Funk to the fucking max. Yeah. There's... Like, you so can good. see the scenes in, like, the Snoop Dogg videos where they're at, like, barbecues. And, like, Dre videos where they're all bumping and they all have, like, the hydraulics on their, uh, six-fold palas. <laughs> this is that soundtrack. That's what they were actually listening to. Their they parents, weren't listening to the Dr. Dre and the Snoop Dogg songs. They were listening to this. I just, <laughs> I think it's great that... Their, their parents were listening to shit like this when it was out, so they were raised on stuff like this, so they used this stuff and song. Imagine being a kid when stuff like this was out, and just growing up with it. Like, I'm sure a lot of it's gonna go over your head, Yeah. but being able yeah. to grow up when, when music that was popular in, like, the 70s was just what was on the radio, not just sometimes, oh, you know how there was good music, like, here and there? Like, obviously there's bad stuff, too, but it seemed like there was so much good Good stuff yeah. that came I don't out of think that. This time. was on the radio, though. This was a single. Was it? Yeah. Was it on white radio? Yeah. This was uh, this song itself. It, I think it only got. Let me look. Oh, maybe I don't have that information. I thought I saw that somewhere else, but I thought that the uh, maybe it's the album, but it it did chart on the Billboard. Good. And it was like 58 or something. I think maybe the album itself. And this was one of the singles. Um, I get the same vibes in this song that I get from Handcuffs, Parliament song, and um, uh, I'm, I'm a water sign. It's got the same singers in it, too, where they just get to, like, have full, like, Vibing, I don't even know how to fucking explain it. It's just smooth as fuck. It's I could never pull off anything this smooth ever. This is also the song, the only song on the album that Bernie Worrell is actually credited on being on. That hmm. I am seeing on Wikipedia. I'm not saying that that is necessarily accurate. There could be more accurate information out For there. Writing credit? Not writing credit, but okay. as far as him... Just him actually on the album. As far as the personnel of people on the album itself, it only says that he played keyboards and melodica on track four. <laughs> specifically. Apparently, William Collins, also known as Bootsy <laughs> Collins, uh, also, he, did, he was in charge of production arrangements and horn arrangements. I think it's interesting when people who don't play horns can still be like i want it to do this here and it's still like 
sounds good. Like, even though they can't do it, they can hear it in their head, though. Yeah, probably sat there with a piano and went... That's the horn line right there. What's weird about horn line stuff, too, is I think I might have this wrong. Like, when they say, like, play a concert A, like, one of the, some of the horns aren't playing an A. They're playing, like, the chord that... One of the notes in the chord of an A. So how do they write like that, too? I don't know if that comes into it, but... I know when they say a concert A, not everyone's playing an A, I think. I was a percussionist. I just went cha 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 So I wonder if I still have that up. I don't know that I do. I was looking earlier. The, um, I'm yes, gonna stick please. my love in your eye so you can see me coming, baby. All over. Doesn't he say something right at the end about, like, all over you? Oh, he did say all over you. I guess I, I didn't want it to start playing please, the next song play, before we, I could. Please play the end just for everyone. Turn it up as loud as you can. Because <laughs> everyone needs to hear that. Okay. It's just like this whole song's been lovely and smooth. And then right at the end, he's like, I'm going to bust a nut in your eye, bitch. Oh. What the fuck? And you know they were dying laughing in the studio when he did that. Everybody's like, ha ha, we can't put that in right. And Bootsy's like, yeah, we're going to. So the yeah, list going to. of samples of this song, I looked on the Genius website, and it was insane. Of songs that have sampled or interpolated or there are only, I think, two or three actual covers of this song. But the amount of times this song has been used is crazy. Um, I, you've you've mentioned the Easy E song before, right? Uh, that I'd rather fuck you or whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I thought you did. So I was the like, only, I don't need to do that because Sam knows that song. The only Easy E I know is what's on the NWA album, and that he ate dinner with the president. So there was a really popular song that was big in the movie Get Out, and it was by Childish Gambino who is Donald Glover, and it's called Redbone. Okay. It sounds so much like that song. Is it? What? Is it a sample? It's an interpolation, technically. Did he credit it? Uh, I've, I, it's been hard to find it, but it's obvious. Do you not think it sounds just like it? I think it sounds right next to it, yeah. But in court, you'd be like, those aren't the same notes, sir. Oh, man, it's the same thing, though. <laughs> I think if you'd be insane to... If someone was like, that's clearly an influence from this song, you'd be insane to say, no, it's not. This is the Easy e song. song you can kick back and smoke a joint, too. <laughs> This is I'd Hell rather, yeah, easy. This is I'd rather fuck you, but I only listened to the very beginning of it because it, it started getting a little, started getting a little nasty. Slip to C note and you can choke on a wing ding dingling down your throat. That's easy, I know. So 
Gee, where did Kirk get his uh, style from? It's just so like, <laughs> ugh. Uh, he took that song and just ran it through a gutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. You know when people order a sandwich and they're like, run it through the garden. Mm-hmm. He ran it through the gutter. He picked up band-aids and syringes and condoms. And, and just, you know, like dirty water puddles. The kinds that dogs like to drink out of. <laughs> Be more grateful for your sure, lives. Sure, sure, sure. All right. We have a few more songs. I would say that that song uh, does start to slow things down, but I think that song is wonderful. It is. It's so good and it's so smooth in the sent not sentiment, but the lyrics are good. It it works. It's just like Handcuffs. It's just like Lucille by Frank Zappa. On paper, Sam wouldn't like it, but it's too fucking good. But the sound of it and gen- just oh. just da 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 they got the right noodle. They noodled around so much <laughs> that they found the right noodle. But if it was soft and smooth, like if you're riding a noodle from one end to the next, <laughs> is what that whole that whole piece of that melody is, and it's so fantastic. So let's get back into the album. Things have been slowed down a little bit. This song he co-wrote with the lady he sings it with. It's called Love Vibes. I think this sounds like it could be fun at the beginning of this song. I agree. I think we're going to have the same points and same feelings on this song. I think so, too. I, th- I specifically showed this song to you um, on my phone, and I was like, this song fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this song, for me, I listened to the music. The last time I listened to it, I really paid attention to the music only. And I was like, there's a song that could have worked. If it wasn't this. Why did this have to happen? Like, the the song just completely changed. It went in a completely different direction for this. It did. And I I could even hear a correct version of this part. It's just not this. It's not these vocals. The the lyrics suck. Mm -hmm. It just suddenly went... Yeah, it... Listening to this, it was like... What is this garbage? Yeah. But I will say, because you have said something about like the second half of the album, and I think that the second half of the album dips, but I don't think that the next two songs are nearly as bad as this. I agree. This is horrendous. It's just not executed well. If you listen to the music, like I can hear like a soulful. I'm gonna be a woman hater again here, but I want the guy who sang handcuffs singing on these parts or you have Bootsy just doing his Bootsy thing and being like now baby you know I still love you Uh I think I agree with some of that but I don't think it I don't think it can't it shouldn't be a woman it shouldn't be a woman singing in soprano range I think that oh no it's awful. If this was brought down <laughs> some fucking octaves, maybe, it would have been maybe more enjoyable. It would have been smooth, like a Sade voice or something, like someone with just like a, a fuller, lower register voice. Yeah. Um, it, w- it could have been better. I think, and this lady he co-wrote it with, so I don't know why. I don't know why he, he gave her this time. 
to do this and just... She was probably in Parliament. She was probably in the studio with them all the time. She probably did a lot of the backings. Just, they were like, it's, it's time like for you to shine. song, yeah. yeah. But it was right after the, I would say, the strongest song on the album, in my opinion. <laughs> and then it brings it to a screeching halt. Yeah. Which is really unfortunate, because this is rough. This is, this is a song I've like got... This shit right here. You don't like this? No, that's fine. Yeah, this is where I think everything that it she is a part of is what I'm yeah. talking about. Because the song also just like it halted, and all the, when she started <laughs> singing, and now it's picked back up, and she's not singing. Ah, uh, welcome to the dark side of hating women's voices. <laughs> I don't hate women's voices. I hate certain styles, and I don't like tones, this. abrasive tones. And it, does it hurt your ears sometimes? It makes me physically uncomfortable. Okay. It is. It's like nails on a chalkboard without it being specifically like too high or having like a specific like sharp. I don't know. There's like a sharpness, but it's not. I don't know how to really explain it because it's not. It's not like a way that it can grate. Like there's just something so. It's like her voice is a ball. <laughs> there are no edges that are going to get caught on anything. It's just like a ball floating in the air, and I want to pop it. Go away. Sometimes. I need more from you. I need, like, I need rasp, or I need, like, something to hang on. Okay, I was going to say, I've always thought she sounds too breathy. It's just too, like, it's wormy. I'm not. Uh, it's, wormy. It's, yeah. <laughs> where Bootsy is writing a piece of pasta from, like, one spaghetti into another, and it, it sounds like nice and firm and thick. She is worm. She's riding a worm from one end to the other, and then someone cut the head off, and she's still hanging out while the rest of the head is growing back on the body. Sorry, I thought about a lady riding a beheaded worm, and it grossed me out. She's just hanging out on the head. The, the body is regrowing the head and it doesn't want to have anything to do with her because it blames her for its beheading. <laughs> it's like, bitch, if you sing like that again, I'm going to cut my own head off. She probably sang on something you fucking love and she's like one of those background singers that's like... <laughs> she's probably that background singer from Rolling Stones. <laughs> no, she's not. I know I know who that is. She wasn't a background singer. What was the she lady's was a, name? Does it say on the... Uh, wasn't she Darlene Love or I no? She wasn't Darlene Love. Darlene Love was uh, wasn't she like Baby Please Come Home? I'm not um, sure. Who's this woman? That though? one was Mary Clayton. Mary yeah. Clayton was the one uh, who did rape and murder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a shadow. What's this lady's name that co-wrote that? I want to see what she's done. What if it's gonna be like she died right after recording this Bootsy Collins album because Bootsy strangled her and. Dumped her in a ditch. Leslin Bailey. Leslin. So like L-E-S-L-Y-N. Oh, I meant I-N. Leslin Bailey. Leslin Bailey. Oh, oh. Bailey was the only female vocalist, but she left the band soon after the release, stretching out with the help of George Clinton. Blah, 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 blah. Yep, so she was barely in there. Don't know who she is. All she is credited to is Bootsy's rubber band. So, there you go. You got her wish. Your wish. 
She died. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. Uh, so let's, uh, we only have a couple more songs, but they're not short. Uh, here's Physical Love. This is that weird. Because this feels more like, even though it, it, it's maybe not as like party level, like it doesn't have that high energy like the beginning, I enjoy the rest of the album. I really think that that song is just a huge fucking dud any time that she's a part of it. <laughs> and like the lyrics are fucking funny. Like it's ridiculous. It's stupid. This is the... This is the weird appeal of that whole collective of people. Mm-hmm. And this. Just the hi-hat alone, you know. Hi-hats are make or break with me. And that hi-hat is beautiful sounding. And they're all kind of singing in a similar range as like the last, the lady in the last song, but it just doesn't sound yeah, the but same. But it's a male's voice doing it. <laughs> Much more tolerable. Always. It's, well, I, and then she might even still be in there too, but because there are other voices on top of hers, it helps. And happening, it's not as it's not as abrasive. It's like one violin is abrasive, but four sounds good. Now, when they're all in different, or just when they're all backing each other up, and it can be full, and it's not just a screechy toy in your hand. They say the mark of an excellent violin player is it can make one violin sound good. And I don't know who they is. They're always saying stuff. That fucking bitch. No, it's a them. It's they. It's multiple people. They're all bitches. You want to just credit one person, that's fine. I do. Mark Zuckerberg. That's my new topic of conversation at all times. So, I think Mark Zuckerberg would probably... Probably win, right? I don't know what we're talking about. I don't remember who the other person you're supposed to fight is. Elon That's Musk. how uninterested I get in these fucking trends. Well, you brought it I up. I stop reading halfway. It's not a trend. It's, it's, oh, it's a trend. It's a story. What do you mean it's a story? It's a story that he created. Who? Elon Musk. See, I don't even know that. I just thought it was fucking people being weird on the internet. What's the ba- I didn't know there was a basis. It was something like he challenged him to, to fight. So it's Elon to be- Musk challenged that... Mark Zuckerberg, but Mark Zuckerberg, I think, would be a surprising person to come out and and like knock Elon Musk out. And I'm I'm here for it if that is how it goes, specifically and only. And I mean, they're both. Who cares? Like, they're not good people, but but one's way more tolerable if you ask me. Yeah, one's not constantly in the news. One's uh, not a frat to- douchebag with a lot of fucking money. Who, who gets, does things like, huh, uh, I spray paint and now it's his titter. I'm funny. All my scientists I hired actually made all the stuff for me, but I pretend I'm a genius. Mark Zuckerberg. Bird. Mark Zuckerberg. Actually, <laughs> actually made his shit. Fuck off, Elon Musk. Uh, well, there's an argument that Mark Zuckerberg stole some of the idea, but... He may have stolen the idea, but he did the coding. It's not something fucking Elon's doing. And Elon also just bought a social media website. He didn't do anything he didn't create with it. it. And then he made it titter. 
<laughs> no, but didn't he help create like PayPal? Wasn't that one of his big beginning things? Know. Which I used PayPal a lot. But I you just hate his you, face. Did you know that you? I don't think you can use PayPal on uh, eBay anymore. And that was like how you bought things on eBay was through what? PayPal. Yeah, I think they they changed that. I could be wrong, but I think I heard that they that it's like not the main thing that they use, or that they don't use it anymore at all. Interesting. eBay bothered me for about six weeks about leaving a review on some guy's thing, and then every time I tried to log in to do it, it would tell me my password is incorrect. So I said, "Fuck off." I don't usually, I don't usually mess with eBay. I have an eBay account. I've bought things over years, but the amount of times I've used it versus, I don't know, most other establishments of purchasing things from, it's pretty low on the list. Me too. I think I just don't trust people. You shouldn't. They're all demons. That's what that guy that's over there taught me, Bill Paxton. No, I think that it's people just want you to buy their thing because they don't want it anymore. So they may embellish it and act like it's better, like in better condition than it is or whatever. Like you just never know what what you're actually getting. Like it'll be like, yeah, it's like it's like new, but you don't know that like was in a room where cats peed on everything. So even if cats didn't specifically pee on it, it still reeks of cat piss. Hmm. Uh, But they wouldn't include that in the description. So you just never know. That was a fun description. Descriptions can be fun. Um, That's where you unpack your adjectives. No, I should have said description. That was a fun scenario that you created. This thing smells like cat pee, but it was not directly peed upon. I assume you've never watched Hoarders. I have watched Hoarders. But Cats all... pee on things, but they can't always get on everything. But I don't... I, but uh... in, and that would be a situation where it is in a room where cats pee on things. <laughs> I also don't see someone who's on top of their eBay game having cat pee hoard going on. <laughs> I don't think you know what you're talking about because you should probably watch more Hoarders. We have one more song to listen to. I don't need to dislike people more than I already do. <laughs> We're going to listen to one more song, and it is called Vanish in Our Sleep, which is what I wish I would do every time I close my eyes at night. Death. (laughs) A deathter day. Happy death day! That's Guar. (laughs) Can you tell who sings it by certain tones that I do? Like, Guar's probably always this. <laughs> and any death metals. <laughs> and this is Chris Barnes. I would not be. I would not remember who Don't that remember. is. <laughs> I would already forget. I don't, this stuff doesn't lock in my brain like yours does. I was also sent a text that I looked at just now, and it threw me off for a second. It was a picture of us that we took at a uh, wedding reception recently. Oh. There was a there were pictures. There was a photographer, so a picture of us was sent to me. Wow! How handsome am I? <laughs> no, no, no! Come back, Oliver. Hey, Oliver, how do you do? Oliver, what do you think Hi. about this song? Um, I think that this song is okay. This is like this would be an okay Parliament song. It wouldn't be a favorite song. It wouldn't be a least favorite. It would just be kind of one of those songs that exists. Um, it's fine. Oh. I love that part. This song has not gained my interest enough to even notice that. Seriously? Every time I've listened to this 
song. This is, it's not as bad as the other one, but it just doesn't. Nothing is like groovy enough or soulful enough in this song to like grab me. Only I, the verses kind of lose me a little bit sometimes, but I think I like the chorus. I don't even know what the chorus is. Though. You just said that. Well, this is this is one of the, like a verse right here. It's one of the songs that feels so disjointed to me that I would never even like think of applying verse and chorus to it. This is basically the chorus. It's not really a chorus. I guess there's not like it's it not feels an so official floaty chorus, to but me. it is. I don't know. It's just I enjoy it. Like, I would never necessarily choose it. I would be fine, okay, not. I would probably stop at "I Want to Be with You." Yeah. As I have no actual disrespect to the last two songs, yeah. but I just really would hate to listen to that <laughs> song right after it. Uh, Love vibes. I, just, I agree with you that I could stop the album after that track and not feel like I've lost anything. Like the last two songs aren't strong enough in my world to be like, oh, I'm willing to skip the next song to finish this album. I would probably just take my phone out and switch to a new album if I weren't like doing a podcast and had to listen to it, you know? Mm-hmm. I probably would too. Like the energy it's going to take to just listen to the last two songs is not worth it. I might as well just use it to put on a new album and hear a full thing. I do think that this song could have maybe ended here and just kind of faded out. It should out. have. Um, but there are two more minutes left. Of course there is. And it's unnecessary. I mean, we're at over three and a half minutes, so it's a fine length of a song. It is. And it could go out like this. Now, baby, I told you, Casper's here. Until next time, baby, bubble. Done. In fact, you should have just faded out right there and I finished the album. Hi, Clammy. Sorry, I took a little dog break there. It's fine, I've done it too. Oliver rubbed up against my leg. I felt something tickled me, which is how I knew that he Don't touch my wife's leg! He's not paying attention to you. Keep my wife's leg out your motherfucking mouth. That was a reference. Would you like a present? I would. For I want to jump on that train. I, I posted about the Will Smith thing when it happened. You did. I don't remember what you said, but you did. I just put a video of me screaming at the top um, of my lungs. You also had a video removed recently. I did, and I don't have any warnings, and it's never happened to me, and I don't know what happened. It didn't tell you that they took no. it down. It just, it's just weird. They all, I, I've only ever had something come down with an explanation as to why. I've never been censored as far as I could tell. And but I was like, how come nobody... I understand I'm peeing in this video, but you don't see my wiener. And I know everybody's not going to like this, but and at least one person's going to think it's funny. And you don't think that uh, you could have maybe accidentally hit a button and accidentally deleted it, like if it was in your pocket or something? I don't think so. It'd be hard to you know, like hit an X and then hit delete and yeah, say confirm. But, but it's like a similar spot for all those things. I mean, maybe, but I would highly doubt it. I think I just... Or maybe it's just weird glitch. I don't fucking know. I never saw it, actually, so I don't know what it was about. I can show you the video I took on my phone. 
It's just me peeing and then trying to turn on the Billy Big Mouth bass and With the your big, pee. Billy big Big Beth. No. Although in that bathroom, it would have been acceptable. It would have, which is horrid. But I press the Big Mill, big Bath Bill of Bass and it just goes like this. Well, it just stops. Like the head tries to come out and move, but it just goes, whap. Dead batteries. Well, we are finished listening to the album as we do go through song by song. Now we are at the point of the podcast where we go over some questions. Uh, give me just a second. I'll give you whatever time you need, my love. All right. This is quite organic. <laughs> well, then my earbuds fell out of my ears. So I'm sorry. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right, why did I choose this? It's, like I said, it's been on the back burner. I thought it was just time. The back burner? Yes, it's been literally in, like, my side pocket every single time. Should I give this or should I give something else? And for some reason, this just kept getting pushed back. So, uh, yeah. Let's just, it was time! Uh, what do I think you thought when I gave it to you? I thought that you were probably um, more excited that I gave you something more listenable. For you and your taste than uh, things that I've given you in the past. Um, I don't know that you were necessarily excited, but I think that you were m- more looking forward to it, I suppose. What was your judgment prior to listening to this album? Easy fucking peasy, man. Because like I called you man again. Easy peasy because I, uh, I'm i familiar with the uh, beginning of this album. because I pegged you recently? Is that why you keep calling me man? No. Oh. I understand that's not a real penis. It's merely just a two by four with a screw in it. I know, but, you know, it kind of makes the gender, uh, where we are a little more fluid. I'm not confused about the gender at all. I want it to be a woman with a two by four with a screw in it. If it's a man, I'm not gay. You in danger, girl. Just press them all. Press them all at once. Oh, God. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is either. These steps might as well be Mount Everest. You in danger, girl. <laughs> that was fun. All right, so... Oh, but I was familiar with this album already. Let's just get to that. Yeah. Um, how many times did you listen to it? Do you know? Well, I had my listens in one fucking day. Uh, the minimum of three. I've listened to the full album four times. The beginning of the album... Seven times? It's really fucking groovy. I got obsessed with this beginning of this album back in the day. I love that beginning track where it's like, (laughs) (laughs) that's just always been really uh, fun for me. So there was a time where I would just listen to the beginning of this album over and over and over again. And that kind of happened again. Yeah, there were times where I didn't listen all the way through or I did skip. Uh, that one horrendous song, Love Vibes. I don't even want to learn the title. I have to look it up Love to reference it. Um, I got probably five full listens in and uh, just some other ones here and there of whatever, but I at least got five full ones in. Uh, I don't remember the first time I actually listened to this. I don't think that I listened to this album in its entirety 
before, but I was familiar with at least some of the like songs in the beginning half of it. So I felt more familiar with it in that sense, but I didn't actually listen to it for the first time until I gave it to you for the podcast. Uh, least favorite song for me. That's pretty obvious. It's love vibes. It's no good. I'm going to jump in on this train. Love vibes came and went. That was the worst song. And I don't want to spend any more time on that. Uh, most favorite song. Uh, if I'm well, guessing, I know what yours is. then I think I know what yours is. Is yours stretching out the very first song? It is a battle between what is your favorite song and that one. Yeah, I'd rather be with you. I'll go ahead and just get that out of the way because obviously it's my favorite song. This song fucking rules. In the long run, I understand the first song feels like more of a party, but I think the song you're playing currently is a better song all in all. I'd rather be with you is so... I mean, I would consider this top 10 songs of all time for me. The beginning of this album... It gets you in the mood, but when this song comes on, I do that thing where I go, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, mm-hmm. and none of the other songs do that for me. The first song does it for me because of the album starting, and it's really strong. You get a fucking great uh, Bootsy's voice. Hallelujah! How can you not love the beginning? But when that song comes in, it's almost like on that Parliament album. My favorite song is fucking Handcuffs. It's just undeniable, good, smooth laid back song sorry my head keep my brain just kept going and i was like oh that part's coming up i want to hear that part <laughs> so <laughs> don't mind me i just wanted to <laughs> we right in time too it's, it's so fucking good um all right so uh, 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 uh um it's one of those deals song that song too is where it's like how did you get from brain to perfect execution mm-hmm. like Every tone is perfect. It feels like if anything was different in that song, it wouldn't be as good. Even though it's the same song. If you re-recorded it with the same people and the same instruments, I don't think it's still as good. I truly think it's a nearly perfect song. <laughs> yeah. Um, would I... Well, the first time I listened to this, I didn't enjoy the second half. I do think that the last two songs grew on me a little more, but nothing was strong enough to carry the album in the, in the latter half. Um, but I would recommend the first four tracks. I wouldn't recommend the whole album, but I would recommend, especially I'd rather be with you. I think that that, like I said, is a song that is not like most songs. I think it's just fantastic. I put it way fucking up there. Um, would you listen to this again, Sam? Uh, yeah. I mean, like you said, not whole album. I'd probably skip after, not skip after. I'd probably just stop Stop. the album at one point, but. This album has been listened to, these songs have been listened to off and on for years now. I mean, just like Zappin, just like everything else in my life, I go through waves of this is what I'm listening to obsessively now. Mm-hmm. And Bootsy and Parliament is in that category. It happens. Yeah. I mean, I've been talking about the fucking, they call me Casper. They're not the friend, the ghost, but the Holy Ghost. Dig! <laughs> I've been doing that for fucking years. I could have done it for you without listening to this album, so... Yes, I will be listening to this again. Will you rate this zero out of ten all over the rock and roll? How many tracks are on this? Seven. Seven. And I like... You like the first four I'm gonna songs. Say, I'm going to say like five is solid for me. So, so let's give it like seven and a half. Eight. Let's give it an eight. I would also give it an eight. If, it did, if the latter half were different, it would uh, maybe make it go higher. Yeah. 
but uh, it's on its way to like an eight and a half and a nine. Mm-hmm. It just missed it. Yeah. So I think that's that's a good spot. Uh, describe this album in one word. Clem. <laughs> that's not really uh, I'm psychotic gonna, bump school. I'm going to say stick. <laughs> stick. I'm going to stick my love in your eye. <laughs> I my real word is just bootsy. Uh, mine is just, I would say groove funk that feels it it just feels like a good groove yeah. at least for for a chunk of it like i said some of it can go into the background but not in a bad you because a lot of times you don't just like let things play we have the opportunity to just skip to the next thing yeah and i would let even though some of these songs in the beginning are a little longer i would still just let them play through absolutely uh whoa jeez uh, don't let me uh, scare anyone with my fantastic abilities. We are finished with the questions. Next is uh, gonna be a returning guest. Yeah. So if I were you, I would expect maybe a little different of an intro. I don't know, um, but we'll <laughs> see how that goes. Uh, I would. Uh, we're gonna have Rob sitting back. He's coming back. He doubted us. He thought he wasn't going to be invited back, but you're wrong, Rob. Just because I didn't like the album that you gave us at all doesn't mean that you're not more than welcome here. And she's probably not going to like this next album either. I can pretty much guarantee, but I think that that happens with a lot of the guests. I usually don't end up liking... That's the appeal of this podcast. You're hearing something new. It's a metal album for those... She hasn't told you yet. It's a metal album, and I'm not familiar with it. So... Fun for me as well. Yeah, we will be listening to the album Blackwater Park by the Swedish progressive metal band Opeth. Opeth, not Otep, thankfully. Opeth. Or Hotep. I would watch Bubba Hotep. Mm-mm. And you can call me Imhotep if you would like. Does that does that mean anything to you? It means less to me than you want it to, that's for sure. I traveled send. Oh, wait, no, I was doing Dracula. Sorry. <laughs> Not the mummy. All right. I've traveled oceans of time. <laughs> Bye, everyone. You would never travel over an ocean. Fuck no. Oceans are scary. Oceans scary. You know what's in the ocean? Uh, lots of things that would like to uh, put you inside of their bodies. And namely one. Uh, a megalodon? No. Jaws. Yeah, the real, the real jaws the that live in the ocean. All right, bye everyone. Bye. By the way, it's the same jaws in the pools too, in the bathtubs. Jaws is in the bathtub and the pools. Young enough and dumb enough. <sighs>